0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 11 of the Purple and Gold Hoops podcast. As always, it's Adam. This is Kevin. Coming to you um, with our Laker News. We don't really have a lot to talk about this week. I'm going to start by saying that Kevin and I both got our predictions wrong last week, as we both said they would go 3 0 against the Cavs, Magic, and Rockets. Excuse me. But they ended up going 2 1. And if you would have asked me, I thought the loss was going to be against the Rockets nope nope <laughs> we lost to the magic and it, i believe it was the first time all year that we had lost to a team uh, below 500 but we'll dive into everything and hopefully you guys enjoy so we're gonna start with the Cavs win and the game gets the Cavs. the first half it was a close competitive game i believe the lakers were up five or six points maybe it was even lower than that at halftime and come out for the second half they completely blew the Cavs out and ended up winning by almost 30 points 128 to 99. So it it was nice to get that win but I've been harping on this all year the slow starts and once they come in or come out after halftime they seem to have made their right adjustments and stepped up the intensity and everything like that but I didn't like the start for the first half. Yeah. The, the, they started off slow, but, I mean, uh, it's the Cavs.
1: It's the Cavs. I don't want to the hear Cavs. They had Tristan Thompson guarding LeBron. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here, here's where here's where things changed. Christian, Tristan Thompson is, is guarding LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. He scores on LeBron. He taunts LeBron.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I feel like the game changed after that. Did you see that play? I saw it. Okay. I was like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now you're going to get him started.
0: I still feel like LeBron should have came out with that mentality in the first place. Like, you can't, and this is my base issue with LeBron, that he, <laughs> you can't pick and choose your spot so much. I realize you're great. I realize you're, in a, a lot of younger fans' eyes, the best player of all time. That's not necessarily how I see it, but I do recognize LeBron as a top three to top five player of all time. Um, But he's
1: not an offensive killer.
0: But you can't. You can't. Even if you're not a killer, you can't be picking and choosing so much. And I had a big problem with him doing that in the Orlando game as well. And then coming out against Houston, he was very aggressive.
1: I I agree with you on the Orlando
0: game. I was mm – Well, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get there after the Cavs win. But my whole point is in a bigger scope of things, when you look at things from the bigger picture – And you zoom out. He he picks and chooses too much. Like there's one night where he'll come out and he'll be passive and he'll do nothing but look for passes and he'll have twenty points. Okay, twenty points sounds like, but people don't realize LeBron can get twenty points just rolling out of bed. So and And then there's
1: the next night he'll come out and he'll put up thirty five forty. I I would prefer him to score heavily in these next few matches just because there's no ad that's 25 points that need to come from somewhere so
0: oh kevin got a uh geico commercial coming up
1: Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> i was looking
0: around like what is that i recognize raccoons so. though <laughs> we digress though but i mean that that's my whole point like I get it that you have to go with the flow of the game and you have to feel the game out. But I don't like how one night you'll come out and you won't be attacking the rim at Mm -hmm. all. You'll settle for all threes and long twos. And the next night you come out and you're just a monster. and You're just banging on everybody. You drop 35 to 40 points. Like, yo, you need to come out with that mentality every night. I'm not upset at you facilitating and passing and trying to get other people involved. But you have to understand at a
1: point, I need to get mine. He needs, He normally comes out passing. Yeah. Normally, just that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. I get that, but at the same time, in my mind, I'm like, okay, there's no ad. So either you. Which is get,
0: what I'm saying. He yeah. has to have a different mentality. Like, yeah. he has to know when to get his and when to set other people up. And I feel like, as high as his basketball IQ is and everything, I don't think he's really doing that. I think he's coming out with the mentality or mindset. And granted, I'm not an NBA player, so I don't know what they think on a day in, day out, and Mm -hmm. on game day and everything, but I think he has the mentality on his way to the arena that he's like, look, I'm really not feeling it today. I'm going to come out, and I'm going to just – I'm going to make it look like I'm doing what I need to do because I'm going to stack up these assists, but I'm really not going to be really that aggressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, but, you know, Laker fans are – Laker fans are spoiled by Kobe because Kobe will come Mm -hmm. out and attack and attack and attack. And he would, he would attack you until he like killed your ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he'll break you mentally, physically, emotionally. He'll
0: take your soul from you. Like Kobe is just on soul another t-taker. level. Yeah, like soul <laughs> box. <laughs> 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 like when they go to San Antonio game. <laughs> but uh, like Kobe is something different. And really, the only other person like that was Jordan. But at the same time, I mean, LeBron is at worst top three, right? Top three, yeah. So, I mean, I get it. It's different personalities, different personas, different ways that they approach not just the game but life and everything like that. But at the same time, you have to know, yo, I am a top three player of all time. In LeBron's eyes, he thinks he's the greatest of all time. So if that's really what you need to be able to just take over the game. Yeah, look. Okay, I've messed
1: around enough, and guess what? I'm about to go get mine now, and we're not losing. Yeah. Well, he didn't take over the game in the first half, but he definitely took over the game in the second he half. He did in the second half. Yeah, because he ended, he ended the game with 31 points, eight assists, mm-hmm. and like two rebounds. <laughs> two rebounds. Yeah. Without AD. That's, see, that's inexcusable. He went, he went 12 for 16 from the field, 33 minutes. That's, I mean, that's 33 from three. He's a plus 19 in the first am Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, not, I'm not upset with LeBron's game against the Cavs at all, I'm upset about the way the team started, Mm. the whole team. And unfortunately, it sounds like I'm picking on LeBron or whatever, but he sets that tempo, especially without AD. So the fact that the team came out slow and was letting this, quite frankly, terrible Cleveland Cavaliers team hang around with them in the first half – yeah, the, to me, that sound that looks like something against LeBron. Like, yo, this is on you right now.
1: They look like the waste of him. You know, All the players that stuck around that had those big contracts because of LeBron, mm-hmm. that's what Cleveland looks like. They look like the waste of him.
0: I mean, they just recently, we talked about it in you know, a different episode of the podcast, where they traded Jordan Clarkson for Dante Exum. Dante Exum played 20 minutes. Yeah, he one had point, one point, one oh point. for two for shooting and zero oh for one from three. So his point was obviously a free throw. One point in twenty minutes. One
1: point, three rebounds, Oof. three assists in twenty minutes. Oof. I mean, it, it was, I, I can't say anything else about him. I thought he, I, I really thought he was going to be good, but you know, we did get a chance to watch Darius Garland. <laughs> yes,
0: I was getting ready to go there. Um, you and I spoke during the game. We were texting back and forth. And uh, I told you how impressed I was with Darius Garland. I know there was rumors um, back in the summertime that if the Lakers weren't able to get a deal done for AD, that that's who they would have taken at four. or They had four or three? They had it? three. No. no I think it four. was four, yeah. Four. So, But anyways, that's who the Lakers would have taken in the draft back in June had they not been able to swing the deal for AD. I heard a lot of things about Garland. We will never know, apparently. Because we did get the deal done for AD, which everybody's happy about. But watching Garland, he looked nice. He looked real good. I was very impressed with him. He got 16 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds, 7 for 13 from the field, 2 for 6 from 3, and 29. minutes. So, I mean, his stats aren't anything that's jumping off the stat sheet. But when I was watching him, just his handle, his control, his Mm -hmm. ability to change Mm -hmm. the pace. He's very fast, but he was able to slow down and play which is very rare for a rookie or any young player within the first four to five years of their career. Not to be hurried. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He he impressed me. I think he's gonna be something great for the next ten to fifteen years or however long he plays. Um I was also interested to see how he worked with Colin Sexton and Colin Dude. Sexton had the same numbers, basically. 16 points, the same – so the same 16 points, the same four assists, but Colin Sexton had one more rebound in six additional minutes. And the big story is Garland was a minus five. Sexton was a minus 26.
1: I, I didn't like Sexton. I, yeah. I don't. His flow, he, he just looks like a young man out there. He looks lost to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had – Basically
0: identical numbers, except for the fact that Sexton had one additional rebound and played five extra
1: minutes.
0: (laughs) And oh yeah, and he was also twenty a minus twenty one below Garland. So I mean Garland's plus minus was still minus five, but Sexton was minus twenty six. So I think they, I think they honestly might be. Moving off of Sexton come next year. Oh, I've heard rumors time that they're year, ready to trade him now. Yeah, this time next year, I think they might actually do it. Because I don't think they'll do it now because he's still in his second year, so he's only been in the league a year and a half. So I think they might give him one more year just to see. Mm-hmm. But I think come this time next year, trade deadline next year, that we might see a trade with Sexton going somewhere else. I can see him getting And it might traded. be a package with Kevin Love.
1: Ooh. Because you know yeah. they're gonna have to throw a sweetener in. Ooh. because that's a big contract. Yeah. Kevin loves contracts enormous. I mm-hmm.
0: think it's 30 plus. 30 plus. <coughs> 30 plus million? Yeah, I believe so. I
1: need to be in the NBA. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> problem is, you're about 5'10, 5, 5'11. 5, you're not 6'5, 6'6. That's the same problem I
1: have. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like. Yeah, 30. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, he's making twenty eight this year, tw- thirty one next year, thirty one the year after that, and twenty eight the year after that. Yeah, that's so you round average it out. It's about thirty one, thirty a year. Yes, this is the first year of that new contract. Yeah. So if you want to move him, it's a lot of dead money. You better put a lot of yeah. You might have to spend. You might have to give me Sexton and two first <laughs> <laughs> to get rid of to get rid of that contract. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Because, you know, wherever he goes, it's going to be to a bad team because a contender isn't taking that. And then it's gonna I'm going to have to deal with the same problems that you're dealing with now. Like, But I have to do it willingly. So, I mean, you better throw in a lot. So I really think that might be a package deal in about a year. Um. Yeah, let's go over the rest of the Lakers um, box score. Kuzma had 11, as we said. LeBron had 31. He was plus I, 19. I need Kuzma to step
1: up. I really need Kuzma to step up. Take it away. Let me know. I mean, there's no AD. Uh huh. LeBron, you know, he put up 31 and 8. He's being a little passive in the in the first first half, but Kuzma's getting the second most minutes, along with KCP. And I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like KCP is stepping up way more than than Kuzma.
0: I mean, you know how I feel about KCP. Um as long as he's
1: shooting jumpers no, and not going to the rim. No, no. Lately he has been tearing it up. He's been hitting he's been heading to the rim. He's been making all, all of his layups. He's been knocking mm, down shots. No 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 no, no 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 no. No 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 no. Kevin, I'm about to send you some highlights. And, okay? and he's one along along with Avery Bradley, he is one of our best perimeter defenders. Especially coming around screens. I I don't know how or why, but every time he's defensively going around a screen, he always falls on the ground and gets the call. And most of the time, I know he's BSing me. (laughs) I'm like, that's a clean screen, (laughs) And he still gets it.
0: I mean, don't get – I'm not hating on KCP. I wasn't really big on that at the beginning of the year anyways. Like I gave what I thought was proper – what's the opposite of credit? criticism yeah criticism there we go um i gave him the proper criticism early in the year that i felt i was never on the whole let's get rid of him let's trade him he has to go type my whole thing since day one has been as long as he's shooting i'm good with it i trust his shot i trust his defense i trust everything he does on the floor except him attacking the rim that's the one thing i don't ever want to see kcp do I don't care if he gets the ball on a fast break and it's take this dunk or what you better go attack the rim and swing that out to the corner and get an open three. I don't care if you pull it back out. I don't – just don't attack the rim, KCP. That's the only thing I don't want to see you do. I like everything else you're doing right now on the floor. Just don't do that. Don't don't attack – because in these last few games, there's been a couple where
1: he's missed layups and dunks. So from my perspective – the last I'd say 10 15 games he's been tearing it up yeah it it, it it feels like he's taking Kyle Kuzma's spot mm-hmm. he's take he's shooting high percentage mm-hmm. um he
0: I like have confidence fan. in him whether it's pulling up for three whether it's coming off the pick and taking the mid range mm-hmm. I have confidence in his defense I have confidence in his energy his effort no issues. My only issue that I don't, it's not even really an issue at this point, is I just don't want to see him attack the rim. And that's really it. If you're attacking the rim, you better be passing it out for an open three. I don't want you shooting when you attack the rim because you've shown me that you can't do it, which is fine. I can't expect you to do everything. I'll take one negative, one blemish, and you're doing three, four, five other things great. I'll look, take
1: it. Look, I'm with you, KCP. I am here with you. You've been doing well lately. Keep it going. Shout out to Don't L- let L- the haters.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> let, let me put this back in front of you. You saw it earlier. Let, let me put... I'm going to put that there. I'm not a hater, okay? for every, I know you guys can't see this. I got this little wooden football that has a uh, University of Georgia helmet on it. and it says Georgia on the bottom yeah. has a little... Nice Bulldog right here. I like the Bulldogs. I like KCP because he went there. I'm not hating, okay? Not you were the one talking earlier. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to go. We need to trade him. He's making eight million dollars a year. What are we doing? We could Yeah, he was playing terrible,
1: mm-hmm. but he has he's he's picked it up. I just don't want him attacking the rim. And Why am I wrong for saying this? And he seems like a better fit than Kuzma. Because he you know, Defensively. Defensively, yeah. even offensively. You know, spreading, sp- spreading the floor. Most of all, I think I just, I really, just, I really hate when Kyle Kuzma tries to dribble his way out of out of any pressure. I'm telling you, the ball his sticks. the is, ball sticks, man. The no, it sticks. Like, okay, so <coughs> I understand what you're saying, but it's not because the ball sticks to him. It's because his dribble is just not. Tell very me the last time good. Kuzma had more than four or five assists in the game. He never has any he doesn't pass the ball. Well, he, no, okay. He passes the ball. Hold on. You on. <laughs> your first initial reaction, he doesn't pass the ball. Look, he <laughs> passes the ball, but every time he passes the ball, it's to someone who's like already covered. He doesn't pass it to he he doesn't get guys open. Let's put it that way. You He's know not why? very imaginative pass.
0: Okay. Do you know why every time he passes the ball is to somebody discovered? Because
1: he's got nowhere else to go. No. Okay, Kevin. No, man. I'm saying look, like, I saw it tonight, right? He's dribbling the ball. He he's he's stuck. He he has nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. So he kicks it over to I think it was KCP. And KCP, the the guy defending KCP is only like five feet away from him. So of course he he, he, he closes as it out. soon as KCP catches the ball he's right there in his yeah. yeah so KCP's like I'm not gonna shoot this. Like this, he's either going to block my shot or it's or going to be like a terrible shot. Yeah. So he kicks it out to someone else. Okay. So do you know why? My theory behind it is
0: why Kuzma always passes to somebody who's closely guarded. Why? He's going to pass the ball, right? Do is close closely guarded. Now Kuzma feels like, okay, I don't have the ball so I can get a little separation. So now he's <laughs> trying to come rush over to the dude he just no, passed. Look, you're, you're guarded. Pass it me, pass me
1: back. No, pass me. Yeah, no, no. Bro, the no. ball sticks. No. ball because, sticks with Kuzma. And I'll tell you why. I don't, think, I don't believe he did that on purpose because he, he kicked it out to the other side of the court. There was no way he was going to get the ball back. And so what direction was
0: he already running, though? He was running... So if I kick a baseline
1: to you in a corner and I'm already yeah. heading to that same corner... He, he was in the middle of the court. At this point, he's, like, he's at the three-throw line. Mm-hmm. He, if you get the ball back... You're in the teeth of the defense. That that wouldn't that wouldn't help your cause unless you go towards the player that you just passed the ball to. He didn't. He didn't. I don't know. It's a theory. I haven't seen like, it. I haven't seen it. I just don't think he's a very. I don't want to say he's not a very good passer because he doesn't make bad. He doesn't make his turnovers. Typically, don't turn into turnovers. But he doesn't pass the ball in a way where he creates a shot for someone else. He's not a he's not a shot creator. Let's put it that way. Okay.
0: I mean, I, I I just I feel like Kuzma, like I said, probably three or four weeks ago in this very podcast, is uh, Kuzma is Carmelo Anthony light. He's a poor
1: man's Mellow. I think Kuzma would really benefit. I don't I hope this doesn't happen, but I, I think he could really benefit on a different team on a di- different team with more minutes, yeah. yeah, where he has more freedom to to kind of learn and explore grow his game, yeah. yeah 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 because right now he's on a team that has to win now, and this is something that you know earlier in the season I, there was an article by David Griffin, which is you know the previous general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers and now the current general manager of the New Orleans Pelicans he said, I hated being general manager of LeBron because you're always in this win now mode. He's like, I never got a chance to really build a team. And it just it he said it drove me nuts. It made me not want to like basketball anymore. And I mean that that's one of the flaws of playing with LeBron. You're always gonna be in win now mode. So Kuzma, instead of Kuzma like developing his game and becoming a better player, he was just, you know. He's stuck. I
0: mean, I, I I just I don't think he's a good fit. I thought he would be at a, at the beginning of the season. I mean, I all everybody knew that the third wheel on LeBron teams is usually the odd man out. Oh, and it's yes. very hard to adjust, and Kevin even Love. after Chris Bosh, yes. even after after they do adjust, their numbers
1: are never quite what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, they always get a brunt of blame. Always, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought Chris Bosch was a very, very good fit for what they did. Uh, yeah, but it, it was originally supposed to be Melo. I know it, it was supposed
0: to be LeBron, but I think was Wade, and early, and Melo, right? Yeah, he signed. He instead of declining the extension midseason, Melo took that five year extension, and Braun and Wade were telling him, like, Yo, wait, don't take the five, sign a three coming this summer, mm-hmm. and then in 2010 we're
1: gonna mellows like this was in 07 mellows like nah I, I need that money yeah money talks um i don't know why he needed that money he was in denver at the time right yeah <laughs> it's like yeah it, you're not living in, on Rodale drive bro i mean um denver's nice
0: i like denver <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm but, um, it's not as, as expensive like yeah yeah no i need. i get what you're saying i get the point like cost of living way easier yeah i yeah. recognize this even from just like, being in the army like, like so you telling me i just gotta wait and i get to go to miami bro yes. oh, okay. I, yeah okay i went to denver over the summer so gas in the summertime in la is usually about four, four to, to five th- hours right yeah. in in, a, in hard times it's closer to five and mm-hmm. good times with the economy is lower to four i went to denver this summer gas was 235 in the summer when it's most expensive. I'm just sitting here, I'm like, Oh my God. I asked my boy, what do you pay in rent? Seven hundred dollars? You got three bedrooms? <laughs> yeah, I got three bedrooms. You pay seven hundred dollars.
1: It is so different. Yeah. And so like So again, you're telling me I just gotta wait three years and I'm I'm off to Miami.
0: I mean at the same time you can't really fault him because uh what if he got injured what, what if he blew his Achilles eye in the seriously I mean he we know in hindsight he didn't he never had any significant injury or anything like that he actually forced the trade to New York and whatever but at the same time it's like yo what like mm-hmm. anything can happen you know um but moving on from coos I feel like we gave that enough time I really want to talk about this game Dwight Howard off the bench oh. 21 and yes. 15. Yes. Shooting nine for eleven. Yes. He made a three. Get him. And he played twenty-five minutes and let me get his plus minus for you guys real quick. Plus he 11. was a plus eleven. Yeah.
1: He look, Dwight Howard has just been I, I think we talked about it last podcast. He has been so aggressive. He's been so involved. Off the when he's on the bench, he's standing up and he's watching the game. He's excited. When he's in the game, I would say if I had any criticism about about Dwight Howard is that he fouls too much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time he's supposed to be a shot blocker on this team. So you're naturally sure gonna get in foul trouble. But he's doing everything. He wasn't he's
0: supposed even to do. in foul trouble in that game. Yeah. He only had two fouls. I mean I get what you're saying be the foul trouble because you're chasing, you're constantly chasing. Yeah the defense is funneled to you.
1: And and Anthony yeah. Davis has been out, so you're mm-hmm. playing more minutes.
0: Yeah, so naturally, I mean, that's a downfall there. But he only had 2 again. Like yeah. I said, 21 and 15. And five of those 15 rebounds were offensive. So you yeah. have five offensive rebounds. Yeah,
1: And I think I think part of it is that um, Tristan Thompson was getting on his nerves. Because mm-hmm. he, he kept looking at him like, oh, my God. He was just giving that <laughs> look like, oh, my God. <coughs> How much also, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm
0: still trying to get rid of this cop. Good news people I'm feeling a little um feeling much better though not that you guys care. But how much of it is that uh Tristan
1: Thompson was on the perimeter guarding LeBron and that freed a lot of the oh, rebounding. Okay. So for Dwight, Tristan Thompson, ah, God bless your soul. You know, I I love the effort and it seemed like it in the beginning of the game he was barking and everybody mm-hmm. You do this. You do that. Why aren't you here? And it I wasn't think like he a, feels like the, the leader. Yeah. Yeah, he's not the leader. Well, he shouldn't be the leader of the team because I don't feel like his role he has is. Champ, well, he has championship pedigree. He's so a Kevin Love. And Kevin Love hasn't
0: been respected since he's been in Minnesota.
1: You can say that, but I would respect We've seen Kevin what Kevin Love. Love
0: as leader looks like, and that was Minnesota when he missed playoffs or – the was, first six or seven years of his career. So you're telling me you respect Tristan Thompson more than Kevin Love? I think Tristan Thompson has a better resume. As far as team, team, as far as team success, is Tristan Thompson. Obviously, personal success when Kevin Love was putting up 20-20, 20-15 nah, to- for entire years. Personal success, it goes to Kevin Love. But as far as team success, they both have the same amount of championships. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love had nothing before he got to Cleveland. Tristan basically started his career out on a perennial playoff team. Like, I think when it comes
1: to team success, there's a reason Kevin Love got 120, and there's a reason why Tristan Thompson got 80. But because Kevin Love can stretch the floor. Yes, exactly. He can do more. Yeah. So he that's got, what I'm he, saying. As far as personal success, yeah, yeah it has to be Kevin Love. So, he, you know, Tristan Thompson's, like, barking out orders. And he doesn't seem like it. They're not friendly orders. Mm. He's, like, barking like he's angry at his own team. So then finally he's like, all right, um, I'm going to go out and guard LeBron on the perimeter. Well, he asked to guard LeBron. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, bro? He asked to guard LeBron and his in his reasoning
0: and his explanation. Because he felt like throughout practice, all those years that they were teammates, he was all – and LeBron acknowledges too – he it was always Tristan Thompson going at him, okay, I guard him, and they had battles in practice. Obviously, none uh-huh. of us ever saw that. Nope, but they had battles, and LeBron. I'm sure it was kind of like nonchalant to LeBron, mm-hmm. but LeBron did acknowledge it. Like he wasn't necessarily giving him credit, but he wasn't saying like well, he's wrong for that. Might be the plus like, to tie, too. Did he give him this one? He's a competitor. LeBron gives that to everybody, <laughs> you, know, man. you know what that means? Like, oh, LeBron gave that to Kobe. It's LeBron like, gave that to Kobe. Come on now. and We all know Kobe <laughs> was
1: better than LeBron. It's, so Sorry for those that are on the LeBron bandwagon. Anyways, Le- LeBron, he, he, he took advantage of him. I mean, first of all, I grew up playing as a guard. Mm-hmm. And I know, from my perspective... If a, if a big man comes out to the to the perimeter... perimeter I'm cooking. Them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I'm cooking. You, you're I'm in like, my area. Yes, just like yes. when I go down and try to guard you on the post and try to buy... You're making me look like a baby. Exactly.
1: I, yeah. like I started looking at them like, what are you doing out here? Are you lost? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Air is too thin. You can't breathe up here, bro. like, <laughs> go back where you belong. Yes. And that's exactly what it looked like when he was going up against uh, LeBron. I was like, what are you... Oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean... He's
0: He has the physical stature to do it. He does he doesn't not have, have the mobility. The, yeah, it, that's where it comes in. But apparently, I guess he gave, or he thought he gave LeBron a lot of trouble in practice all them years.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure he went easy on him <laughs> in practice because he was like, hey, you know, we're teammates. I'm not going to I'm not gonna burn you like You're that. You're
0: signed to my agency, <laughs> quote unquote. Don't, but good. don't say it's mine, though. Like, tell me it's my agency. <laughs> It's Rich Paul, but you know who worked everything. <laughs> uh You got anything else about the cast? No. All right. Let's move on to the magic. This is what I've been waiting on. Ooh, people. People, people, people. I was here live. And let me tell you. Let me tell you. Um, Hold right, on. Let me start. about. Let me set the scene real quick. I'm sitting there. I'm up in my seat. In the 300s, you know, nosebleeds. So you Next went to the team. game. Huh? I I'm told up, you not to go to the game. Hey. <laughs> um I'm up in my seat in you know just living my fair lifestyle that I do chilling watching the game and uh I feel my phone go off so I look at my phone and I pull it out and it's yours truly Kevin sent me a text message and I actually got two text messages like instantaneously of one another from Kevin and it was a uh, Kevin Sending me a GIF or gif, What is it, GIF or gif? Whatever. Yeah, well, however you want to pronounce it. Of this guy just pointing towards the door, shaking his head, "Nope." <laughs> 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 and then the text under it: "Get the f out of Staples Center. You're bad luck." <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> hold on!" I know we were down fifteen twenty at that point. Oh, I I don't I don't know where to start with this. I'm gonna start with this. In the game, though, I'm going to just choose this. It's not chronological order. I'm sorry if you get confused, but this is what stood out the most to me. Uh, About halfway through the second quarter, Fultz got the ball. Kevin is real high on Markel Fultz. I'm sure he's going to want to talk a little bit about that in a bit. But Markel Fultz gets the ball. The Magic are running in transition. LeBron is one of the only players back. I believe there might have been somebody else. I don't really, really remember who it is. Uh yeah, Markel Fultz has a ball. He's going downhill. He lowers the shoulder, puts it right into LeBron's chest, and LeBron like flies back five or six feet mm-hmm. and Fultz gets a layup. Bro, how LeBron is six nine, six ten, two sixty, 260,
1: two sixty-five, somewhere. Fultz is six three? I think he's six five. I think he's six five. He, he, he's a taller point guy.
0: Okay. But there should be no way that Fultz is absolutely bullying LeBron. Just literally. Like, Fultz looked like a wrecking ball. Mm -hmm. And LeBron was the building, and Fultz put his shoulder into LeBron's chest, and LeBron
1: absolutely out of the play. You're right, he's 6'3". But he he did bully ball him.
0: Yeah, and that was the biggest play, and I believe I even probably texted Mm -hmm. you about it like how did he really just bully lebron like i saw that from up in the 300s how did that look on tv (laughs) look bad because i'm sure if i saw it on tv yeah i'm sure if i saw it on tv i would have been going off i would have been livid. it looked very bad to me all the way up at 300s yeah
1: I told you, old man LeBron makes his a, makes a sighting every 10 See, and games. See, that, and,
0: that, and that's another thing. Every 10 LeBron, games, uh, old man LeBron, LeBron. LeBron, I almost called you LeBron. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kevin Kevin sent me another meme. I'm sitting there minding my own business again, just watching the game. And I feel my phone go off, so I look at my phone. And it's another meme from Kevin. And it, I don't know who it was, but it says white man. And you just see his face start to age instantly and <laughs> his hair goes gray and everything. Like and the caption below it that he sent was, old man LeBron strikes again. I know the play that he was referencing. I saw LeBron. He had the ball at about the wing on the right side of the court. He dribbled with his right hand. He went baseline. He went up for a dunk. Where I was sitting live, I didn't really see it. With Obviously, the cameras are better on TV. It's a great view in Staples Center, nothing against them, but I, I didn't really see everything happen. It looked to me live in the arena from where I was at that somebody got a piece of the ball, mm-hmm. and that's why he missed the dunk. I got home and saw the highlight later that night, and he literally just did not get there. He got hung. He just missed it. So I now, after I saw that, I understood why you were saying, oh, man," because I kind of just LOL'd you and didn't really get what you were getting at. But when I saw the highlight of it, I'm like, oh. That was bad. I didn't like a lot of the game. I've been telling Kevin this ever since Wednesday. Probably for about the last couple days. Um in person. Once they started off slow, they were down 20 in the first half. They came back. They were only down five or six at halftime. They went back down twenty again. They came back. It was a close game down the stretch. To the eye, to me, the eyeball test, every time that they start to play with more pace and they start to push the tempo and run fast break, that's when they made their runs. And they would get back into it. They're, it's up two, down two, whatever. And they would stop. Mm-hmm. And they would go back down 20. And they would push the pace again, and then it's up two, down two. And then come fourth quarter, it was close. But I would still see possessions where they wanted to get out and run. And when they did that, they got buckets. The problem was coming down the stretch for the last about two minutes, three minutes, I was literally up there yelling, yo, get a stop. Just get a stop. Like, we only need one stop. Get me a stop. It's a tie game running. Get me a stop. Let's get this ball back. We're going to get a bucket because they can't guard us right now. And then we'll go from there. Now we're working with – it's only a two-point lead, three-point lead, whatever, but we'll be working with the lead. They couldn't get a stop for, like, the last three minutes, the last possession, last minute of the game. Get a stop. Just get a stop. They got bailed out by KCP hitting a three to tie the game. They go down the floor, and I'm yelling again, get a stop. Get me one stop, one stop, Literally, That's all we need. One stop, we'll have the ball with the shot clock turned off. We got the game. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They foul. They another time get a stop, get a stop. They throw,
1: they allow a lob to Aaron Gordon. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that one. That that one stunned. That one really stunned. Come on, like, I don't really like Aaron Gordon at all.
0: I get it. He can leap out the gym. He yeah, can yeah, jump yeah. over anybody. But it's the point. Get a fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Excuse my mouth.
0: Get a stop, man. Get a stop.
1: Yeah, And yeah. he, he can he can jump out of the gym. But as a basketball player, it just seems like he's limited because every yeah. You remember, in the second half, Aaron Gordon was leading their their offense mm-hmm. from the point. I don't know why he yeah. was in their office. He was like, running like four. point forward. Yeah. And the lead was just dwindling. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time... That's yeah, so when they, the Lakers were pushing the tempo. Exactly. They were getting a lot of missed shots, a lot of long rebounds. They were pushing the tempo. That's when they started to get back in the yep. game. Markov Foles was on the, on the bench. Mm-hmm. And you can tell their offense worked very effectively when he was running the point rather than anyone else. So... What I learned from that game is that Anthony Davis is... The most important piece to this team, and I know everyone wants to say that LeBron James is the MVP, but this team is, is centered around defense and protecting protecting the paint. And what you notice is that when since since he's been out, you know Javale McGee and Dwight Howard have been covering for him. They've been getting they've been minutes. doing good, but it's not yeah. enough. Dwight Howard does an extremely amazing job, but he gets in foul trouble, and Javale McGee. He's like, I swear to Bob, that boy has some mental lapses where he just He, he just, had those in Denver and Washington. Go everywhere to stay, he everywhere goes, yeah. he's got mental lapses. where You see him make these, you see him make like block shots and you're like, wow, how did he get to that? He has so much athleticism. Or sometimes he would just use his long arms to dunk on someone and you're like, oh my God, he's like Stretch Armstrong over here. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where it's a basic play, and he just sits there and he's just like looking at it, like, What do I do? I I don't know where he's at, but I'm like, You are not effective at all. Yeah, yeah. So between Dwight Howard getting in foul trouble and Javel McGee doing nothing at at all, you have have this team just getting to the rim every single time. And there's no Anthony Davis that's going to come save us because, you know, he's butthurt. Yeah. I coined that term.
0: <laughs> Thank you for uh, using it. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna charge sure you five cents next time you say it, trademarked. <laughs> Um so Aaron Gordon had he had a he had a shopping spree on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He had 21 points, and I'm sorry, I just don't think he's that good. I, I don't either.
0: I, I respect his athleticism yeah. and his ability to jump mm-hmm. through the roof and everything. Let's get back to the Lakers side of it because there was some good, a lot of good that I wanted to talk about the Lakers. I know I'm very upset about the game. It was, uh, let me give you the recap.
1: 119 to 118, Lakers obviously lost. Even that close. We shot a yeah. three with, what, two seconds left mm-hmm. to pull it within one? Yeah, LeBron missed.
0: LeBron took it. He missed. They got the rebound. The Magic got the rebound, and it was an instant foul, and there was like a second left. Yeah. that's when I left
1: I got I, why do I need to stick around watch you guys shoot free throws we're gonna end the ball and just yeah. so what did we learn don't go to the games I'm going again <laughs> I'm going again this year they making it
0: up to me. they making it up they already got make up uh, AD got to play next time I go to so uh, yeah um, but there was other good things about the game mainly Quinn Cook and Troy Daniels mm. Quinn Cook 22 points, Troy Daniels
1: 17, Quinn Cook was a plus 17, Troy Daniels was plus 23. I've been telling you about them. I told you about them last time, and I said they've been balling, and they can shoot, and I don't know why they don't get more minutes. Troy Daniels. Okay. Outside of the fact that they can't play no defense. Let, let, let me, yeah, outside
0: <laughs> of that, that. Everybody look over that small, minor thing. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, Troy Daniels in twenty 21 minutes, he shot six for nine from field, four from five from three. Quinn Cook was 25 minutes. He shot 9 for 14 and 4 for 7 from 3. Let me look at the rebounds. Quinn Cook had 4 rebounds. Troy Daniels had 1.
1: Both of them had an assist. This is the first game my wife noticed. Troy Daniels. She was like, oh, he's good looking. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Go back over there. We ain't doing That's it. not what I want to hear. You can say his game is good. <laughs> no, she didn't say nothing about his game. He knocked down like three, three pointers in a row. He's cute. <laughs> Isn't
0: that the muscle, knowing she I was like, <laughs> I, that's not
1: like,
0: what know, I'm trying to hear right now. I'm not just, I just, I.
1: The, you know, we're I'm losing right now. Right we're that. trying to make a comeback. <laughs> And you're over here talking about this man's facial features. <laughs> he got a nice smile. I like his hairline.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, they balled out. They had good games. Even watching in the arena, I was impressed by the way they were shooting. I was honestly kind of upset. I can't remember who was on the floor. I know that one, if not both of them, were on the floor for that last LeBron three. They were, but I was kind of. I can't really say upset, but I was kind of hoping that one of them would get the last shot, mm. even though I knew it had to go to LeBron because I mean he has to. We talked about how Kobe is, and yeah. he, LeBron is now wearing that Lakers jersey, so he has to to appease fans. He has to kind of try to step up and be more Kobe like.
1: Nah, that's not gonna happen. But, but this is the game. This is the game that you were refer referencing. When you said, I wish he would be more aggressive sometimes yeah. he, he had 19
0: had points and 19
1: assists. Great. Yeah. But great 19 assists. Great.
0: Yes. Great 19 assists. 19 points. I feel like he could have put a 40 on them. That's what I'm That You are absolutely right. This is the game like, that I was referencing. Like,
1: yo, you need to be more aggressive. Who, who do they have who, to stop? Yes. Them? Who is guarding you? <laughs> like Aaron Gordon, Iwundu, Busevich, Birch, Markel Foltz, Clark, Johnson, Mo Bamba, Terrence Ross. No one on this squad is going to guard you.
0: This is where I wish LeBron had that more Kobe mentality because, look, Kobe back in the day, if he'd have saw that lineup in that roster, he'd have been thinking, who's going to guard me? If we're within three, we're up three, Down three, up five, down five. If it's a close game, Mm -hmm. last two minutes, y'all better give me the ball, clear out, watch. We ain't losing this. LeBron had every opportunity to do that. I love the 19 assists. I tied his career high. I was in awe watching him pass the ball. I'm not upset about that. But I feel like coming down the stretch, he was supposed to take Take over the game. There's no reason why he should have let us lose. We lost by one point. To a team that's twenty and twenty-one, to a team under five hundred, oh. and not only that, that he shot three for five. For, yeah, first loss below five hundred. To a team below five hundred, <sighs> he shot three for five from the free throw line. If you just make your free
1: throws, <laughs> you know I'm not. I'm not going to put the make loss your free,
0: make your free throws because if LeBron makes his free throw, bro, no AD. We're getting what, seventeen like, plus twenty-two. That's thirty-nine. We're getting thirty-nine points off two guys that ain't never played all year. Yeah, I know. I
1: know. That's a, that's a plus. That's a.
0: That's what they I'm had, saying. They did have a Make plus. your free throws. Make your free throws. That's all. let literally. If he'd have made all his free throws, but it's he, not that hard to go for, look, five for five
1: from free throw line. If Kyle Kuzma doesn't go two for ten. I don't want to hear. It's it. like ten points. I don't want. No. My minimum. No. My no, minimum ten he has points. Your
0: minimum. He had four.
1: Yes, he had. No, he had. Yeah, he had four points. But he had four. And, and and to go against your argument, he had seven assists. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that, <laughs> that uh, he, he won in a game where he got more than four <laughs> or five assists. There you go. Um, yes. But no. So he participated in movement of the ball and and you know being productive. Another, I'm not even, blame, I'm ways, not even blaming Kuzma. Like, this loss,
0: points. this loss. You see, you want to blame Kuzma? Three I want to bl- blame. I want to blame LeBron. Bro, bro yeah. one point loss to a sub 500 team, and if you'd have made those two free throws you missed, we would have won. I'm just saying. All you had, you just named off the Orlando Magic roster.
1: All he had to do was attack. But look, you have Kyle Kuzma who's out there. And I put, I put more, if, if I put it on one, one player more than the other, I would put it on LeBron. But uh-huh. at the same time, Kyle Kuzma literally scored one point every nine minutes. He was on the floor. You're supposed to be the second leading scorer in the Lakers at this point. I get
0: that. I'm not saying it's disappointing. point. I'm not saying it's disappointing. But LeBron. But LeBron, you out here talking publicly about how you're the GOAT. Your championship in 2017, 2016, whatever it was, when you erased the 3-1 deficit and beat the Warriors, you came out publicly and said, in your mind, that's what made you the GOAT. And if you're the GOAT, why you can't drag us to win? Why you can't pull? You lost by one. It's not like they blew you out. It's not like you didn't have a chance. All you needed to do was be a little bit more aggressive on two or three
1: possessions not turn over not turn over the ball.
0: I mean that's what I'm saying, man. Like, when are you gonna be aggressive? When are you gonna attack? When are you gonna say, nah, this is my game to win and we're I'm not letting us lose. Because you okay. know what? I grew up watching Kobe and guess what? Kobe never he dragged us out of a lot of losses and he pulled a lot of games out. Okay? So you got on the same uniform now, too, and you can't live up to— you the greatest, so You're supposed to be better than Jordan? You're supposed to be better than Kobe? You're supposed to be better than Shaq? Come on. I can't respect him until he shows me in a Lakers uniform.
1: Until you, you win can't. the championship,
0: basically. No, it's not even about that. Like— it's these type of games. Like you should not lose these type of games. Orlando went to twenty and twenty one after that win. I'm the Lakers losing. were thirty three
1: and eight. Come on, man! You can't. No, you can't do. I don't care. But if I'm A's not going to argue that Kobe never lost these games. Kobe did lose these games, but he was he was aggressive when he lost these games. Mm-hmm. But he That's did lose the these games.
0: Kobe went down swinging. LeBron is just like you know what? I'm gonna take the loss and we're gonna be content.
1: I'm gonna just keep passing the ball. Yeah, he kept passing the <laughs> ball. He got 19 assists. This is what I'm saying, man. <laughs> like, come on, you gotta do something, LeBron. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta attack, man. And think about it. Think about it this way: you got 19 assists, right? How many? You how had often, as many assists as you had points? Yeah, but think about it this way: if you had 19 assists, how many times did you pass the ball and they didn't score? That tells me like he was being very passive. Exactly. Because Guys don't knock down every shot that you pass. Exactly. exactly.
0: And there's times where you're passing, and then the person you pass to passes somebody else, and they get the assist. Exactly. So I, I guess, like in
1: hockey, that's an assist for the initial passer. But Exactly. I mean, Lakers shot 49.5% from the field and 39.5% from three. That means he was passing the ball a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. And they were missing it. Uh, a little more than half the time. That's what I'm
0: saying. So at a certain point, you have to recognize this and, just be and recognize who's guarding you and recognize
1: who's on the floor against you and say, yo, I'm going to go to the rim and who's going to stop me? Yeah. I mean, and and I get it when people say, you know, his his IQ is is really high, but those are the moments where I, I, I kind of question the media. I think he might be too smart for his own good. Like Peyton Manning? Kind of, yeah. Because I'm like... Because he's so right.
0: focused on quote-unquote making the right play.
1: Yeah. That he's not really seeing that the right play is attack like, like, the basket and dunk over somebody. I mean, because if you could just go over those five names, Gordon, Ewindu, Busevich, Birch, and Fultz. Who guards him? Nobody. Him, himself. Or maybe you don't let Fultz Andy. bully you early in the second <laughs> quarter. I mean, hey, I... But well, speaking about Fultz, I totally I told yes, you. Yes, you did. I said, I said the 76ers, they made a mistake. You've been calling They got me. rid of him too early. You never get rid of young players early. You've been calling him. And then he goes over there, has a triple-double. Jesus Christ. On our Lakers. 21 points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds. He looked just like the way he did when he was at the University Nine of Nine for 19 team. shooting in 33 minutes. Yes. He And he didn't shoot a single three-pointer.
0: Yeah. But hold on, timeout. You see his free throw numbers? Yeah, three for three, right? So the <laughs> man with a hitch in his shot—he couldn't shoot free throws a year. He went a hundred percent from the free. But LeBron
1: is missing. Now, back to my point. That's right. all I'm saying, bro. Make your free throws, man. When, when Folks came out, when Folks came out along with he Jason couldn't shoot Chanum. free
0: throws a year ago. Do you not remember the memes and yes, the double I pump? I remember.
1: I remember. Come on, man! Like, I remember. But he got, in, he got on the team that where he has less pressure. And you can tell the, the Orlando Magic, whatever coaching they have, they're all about everyone being involved. Because mm-hmm. it kind of seems that way when he was on the court and when he was off the court.
0: Steve Clifford is our coach, I believe. Yeah.
1: So this is this is an opportunity for Mark Fultz to really show the world what he has. And this is not the first time he had 21, 21 points. He, he's, he's not had a
0: triple-double either. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I, I, he chose a heck of a t- heck of a time to shine. I did enjoy watching him. Yeah, I did. I'm not gonna lie about that. I did enjoy watching him. But I think he can be quicker too because he looks a little heavy set, more heavy set than he was in college. You think so?
0: Yeah. I I had fun watching him. I had fun at the game in general, and so we it, think it was a good back. night. Yeah, it was a good night. But I. I was very, really, very disappointed with LeBron. How many beers did you that night? I pre game before I went. I had, I believe, two at the arena just because of how expensive they are. Um, I went to LA Live after that. Bro, it cost me for a Long Island two shots of fireball. And I think a Jack and Coke was sixty bucks, bro. The shots, the shots, a shot was thirteen dollars. I didn't realize it until I—I <laughs> I just ordered, right? I ordered. You bought the that, whole bottle, it, it, bro? Exactly. <laughs> like so, the two shots at thirteen dollars each. It was twenty. I could have bought a bottle for twenty-six dollars. You know, mm-hmm. especially a fireball. It's not even like that's like high price. Like what the hell? But I didn't. Pay attention. I didn't ask the prices. I just ordered. I got the receipt. I saw the total and I, it made me stop and start to add up everything. I'm like, damn, $13 a shot? <laughs> it was For Long Island, it was like $18. Bro, yeah, in LA, LA, it was like $60 is what I paid. And then I tried to play pool after that. It was $20 an hour to play pool. I had the balls. No, I want to buy my own I, pool balls. Yeah, I had the pool <laughs> balls for, I think the girls told me when I turned them in, for 23 minutes, and it cost me thirteen I'm like, I'm better off going to the local pub and just putting some quarters in the table, because <laughs> I only played a game or two. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm better off just doing, what the hell? Yeah, bro, I didn't realize... So I spent, like, $75 on, like, four drinks and pool. After, after the game. After,
1: after the game. After the game. See, this is. That's mm, the issue with going to. This is why. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> this is why. Like, I'm surprised you got two drinks at Stable Center. Well, I'm a, I'm a one-drink maximum guy over there. I got two. <laughs> They're, like, I, $15. Yeah, well, what I, like, I did was. Because I, I was
0: pre-gaming. I can't even get no popcorn. Yeah, I was pre-gaming. <laughs> Because I knew this already. So I was pregaming. And when I got in, I was hungry because I had been pregaming for a couple hours. So I had a hot dog and some tater tots or whatever. That cost me 15, 20 bucks. Please tell me to take the Metro. Yes. I did do that. I did do that because I wasn't paying for parking. That was where I did get off easy. (laughs) (laughs) But I got the hot dog and the tater tots. That cost me like 15, 20 bucks, right? That kind of sobered me up a little. So I'm like, oh, I need a beer. So I had a beer for the first half. And obviously by the end, by halftime, the beer was done. So now I needed another, so I had to go buy a second beer for the second half. And then after that, I was so upset by the loss, I'm like, nah, I need to go watch this down with some, I went to somewhere in LA Live, ordered a couple drinks to kind of forget about it, didn't realize what the hell I was doing until I got the tab, and it's like $60 for four drinks. so I'm like. Yo, I I was expecting to pay, like twenty thirty, but why am I paying sixty? Messing up. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, hopefully hopefully next time I go they win, so I don't have to spend the extra seventy five bucks. I should charge the Lakers, huh? I should send them Try an email. <laughs> them. <laughs> like, you guys owe me seventy five dollars for <laughs> playing like poop. Uh, Yeah, moving on though. The next game is the Lakers Rockets. The Lakers did win uh, that game, one twenty four to one fifteen.
1: Yes, and coming which was a great win. That was a good win. Did you Did you hear about what happened coming into the game? No, what happened? So Houston's Houston's one and four coming into the game. Okay, I heard about that. Yeah, they had a team meeting. Oh, I heard about the team meeting. I don't know exactly what went down. I think and supposedly Russell Westbrook hosted the team meeting. Mm -hmm. I guess he was the only one that talked. I mean, it's. I don't understand that. I'm like, all right, you know, this is James Harden's team. And I'm not saying James Harden's not capable of it, Mm -hmm. but... I think part of it is that James feels like rest hasn't really been
0: himself. So James kind of wants to... Well, yeah, I mean, if you pass the ball to someone and not participate when he has the ball... (laughs) Yeah, so I think James... And they've been childhood friends growing up in L.A. together their whole lives, basically. But I think James is kind of like taking a step back and wants to give Russ more freedom to be himself and be more of a leader mm. because I don't think Russ is fully comfortable with the dynamic of the team
1: yet. Oh no, that, that dynamic is terrible. It's like, I've, I've, the, just from looking at the outside in, the Houston Rockets feel like a divorced couple. A divorced couple where they you know, they, they got the piece They're of trying chalk. to work together for the kids. <laughs> they piece of chalk and put it down the middle of the house. They're like, you stay on your side of the house, and I stay on my side of the house. And we just,
0: We're only together, quote unquote, for the yeah, kids. Because
1: that's <laughs> how it went down in the game. I was like, Russell Westbrook touched the ball. James Harden wasn't even involved. James Harden touched the ball. Russell Westbrook was just. The ball is the kids. You got the kids right now. It's my time <laughs> off. <laughs> you take it to the park. You take it to the park. Oh, that's a good analogy. I, don't, I, like I don't. remember a single time where they actually worked together on a single play throughout the entire game. Yeah, that that was the issue that a lot of people saw. But for some reason, they were. A lot of
0: people were also mesmerized by. Oh well, they worked in OKC, but people forget. Harden
1: wasn't Harden at the time. Mm-hmm. And was Russ was off. not really Russ. But Harden was also, also coming off on the bench. bench. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a six man. Th- there was no dynamic. I don't I don't understand where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to the well, not back, but back to
0: the Lakers. Uh they beat the Rockets one twenty four to one fifteen on the road. That was a big win. Uh first time they played the Rockets all year. Kuzma had twenty three, Braun had thirty one, so this is what I'm talking about, man. This is the game he went from. from Yeah, he went from 19 to 31. (laughs) And it's like, yo, you still had 12 assists. You couldn't do that at Staples, though. (laughs) I'm not about to digress back to it, but Danny Green also stepped up big. He had 20 points, 7 for 15 from the field, 4 for 9 from 3. And KCP also had 20 points, 7 for 14 from the field. He only shot 1 for 4 from 3, though, but. I mean, you're getting KCP contributing 20 points
1: off the bench. I'll take that gladly. Yeah. Plus, you know, Kuzma had 23. Yeah. Shot uh, three for I Mason. said that. Oh, you did? I, oh, wow. I went over the points, not shooting, so. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, you got the 20, 20, and 23. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. Four of them had 20-plus. Four players had 20-plus. I don't think we had that all
0: season. Uh, not that I could recall. All time. Not like I'm 20, 20,
1: 20, 20. No. Mm.
0: 20, twenty twenty. They 29. all had twenty plus. They, it was only a nine point win, but it wasn't even that close. It wasn't, it, it didn't look that close to the eye
1: test anyway. Well, we started off losing that game. Yeah, and they was, were
0: down six at halftime, and they were lucky to be down. Uh, I believe James Harden shot like eight free throws in the first half alone, but they were up. Russ had thirty five. Harden had thirty four. No oh um, House Junior had ten, and Gordon had thirteen. Nobody else in
1: double figures. Like, check this out: Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James in the first quarter, seven points. Mm-hmm. Danny Green, first quarter, seven points. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is this is we're gonna get blown out." Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're they were blown down, out. It, it was sloppy <laughs> in the first quarter, and this is where it's contradictory to the way it's been all year. They came out slow in the first quarter, which is different from. It's been in the past because yeah. I'd say the last two months the Lakers have been coming out fast.
0: Yeah,
1: they were down six at halftime. They ended up
0: doing a lot of damage in the second half. I believe the score at halftime was like fifty-six to sixty-two or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, but they were able to withstand thirty-five from Harden or thirty-five from Westbrook and thirty-five from Harden. Uh, Harden didn't shoot very well from three. He was only two for nine, but he was complaining a lot. Yeah, I, I think he had eight or ten free throws in the first half. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but
1: he shot he 18 shot eighteen free, free throws. throws total. Yeah, and he was still complaining.
0: <coughs> yeah,
1: I'm like eighteen. I'm pretty sure you deserve half of those. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> um, both of them had seven assists as far as Westbrook and Harden. Russ had nine rebounds. Harden had six, and both of them were in the minus. So I mean, we called, we both, you and I, both called three and zero last week. Like I said, to open the show, we were wrong. We went two and one. But if you'd have told me two and one, I'd have thought the loss was against Houston. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have pegged the loss to be against Orlando at home.
1: Yeah.
0: Despite Orlando playing us very closely. In Orlando, but I thought coming home was going to be a completely different story. Mm-hmm. And Orlando got the win, but we made up for that bad loss with the great win. Against Houston?
1: Yeah, a couple of nights later on the road. Yeah. I feel like, to me, the biggest problem with this game wasn't even the players. It was the referees. I, I can't stand when referees lose control of the game. Mm-hmm. And they completely lost control of the game. So you have, I think it's Tony Zarba. Tony Zarba, to- oh, sorry. Zach Zarba and Tony Brown were refereeing the game. And it just felt like it got out of control because they started calling everything on everybody. Like, everybody got a foul for the, the next four or five possessions. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I can't stand it. It's one, of, it's one of my irks when I'm watching basketball. When referees, like, lose control of the game to the point where they're, they're trying to regain control by just calling... Random fouls. Yeah, just making calls to blow the whistle and stop the pace. And mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I was impressed with the win. I was very happy with it, especially coming off the Orlando loss. Um, especially seeing 35 and 34 from Harden and Russ.
1: You, that's 69 points just between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I'll give um, this win to Frank Vogel, though. Yeah, I, be, I really believe this win was because of that uh, a defense that I haven't seen the Lakers play all year. Right, they're sort of blitzing James Harden. You know, they would James Harden was set up. You know, he he's always set up at the top of the um uh, the top of the key, and he thinks about it for a little bit. You know, he tries to read the defense, and then he makes his move. And right when he's about to make his move, whatever player, whichever player was either to the left or to the right of him, they would come and double him. And make him, you know, get the ball out of his hands. Right. And I, don't, I don't understand why teams will do that more often with star players when they know they can score, especially in the fourth quarter. But we did it the entire game, and we did it at random. It didn't. It never seemed like it happened all the time. It was. It was pretty random. And he would push it out and kick it over to someone else, and you know, it would just they they miss a the shot. My issue with it would be is if um obviously I have the initial defender
0: pointing straight up. Mm-hmm. If I send a second one. I'm now worried that you're going to find a back cut, and that's going to be an easy dunk. Not easy. Because I, he can still pass. He racks up some assists. He's not know. the best passer. A lot of it is just because he's drunk, He's going into the lane mm-hmm. and pulling three or four players to him. Yeah. But my issue with James would be is, Okay, if I send a second defender, even if I'm sending him from the wing, mm-hmm. now I have to have the big rotate up to the wing because you know Houston is just going to want to pop a three,
1: Yeah,
0: and that leaves the back cut. And if James is actually paying attention and not half sleep with the ball, mm-hmm. he's gonna find that back cut, and now we're giving up two points.
1: Well, it'd be nice to find. I mean, it would be nice to watch the game all over again to see who who he was passing the ball right. to, because a lot of times that ball ended up in PJ Tucker's Tucker yeah. hands. He's not he's not a bad three point shooter, but he's not. But he's serviceable. Yeah, and then second, when's the last time you have seen James Harden actually work without the ball, mm-hmm. like move without the ball, and then expect the okay. ball to come back? Let's see yeah that would, I mean it doesn't happen anymore, and he has the ball so often that i, I don't I don't even trust other people to make the right pass on Houston Rockets, so I felt like it was a brilliant game plan for Frank Vogel to start using this blitzing defense out of nowhere. I was like, Oh, oh okay, it worked one time, and I was like, oh oh they're doing it they're doing it again yeah, I liked it. I liked it that
0: like I said, my only one issue would be that if we do it too consistently, mm.
1: Mm-hmm Eventually they're gonna, but sporadically, randomly. Yeah, you know they did it. The other team I would do it on actually is the Clippers. I would want to get the ball out of Kawhi Leonard's hand, and I'm okay with anyone else on that team shooting it. Even Paul George. Even Paul George, because I've seen him in the playoffs. Okay.
0: All
1: right.
0: So I don't have nothing else with the Rockets. What about you? Any quick
1: notes you want to go over? Yes. What's up? In the Rockets game, guess who's was getting MVP chance? LeBron. That's embarrassing. That like her travels. I, I know. Like her fans I lo- travel. I know, and a lot of people from LA have been moving to Texas because it's cheaper, mm-hmm. you know, to to live out there than it is in California. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, the same thing happens in Atlanta. Oof. A yeah. lot of LA fans in Atlanta joke too. I mean, do you recall? Do you recall when Kobe Bryant played, we were playing at Boston Celtics. They they only had Paul Pierce at the time, and Kobe went nuts on them. I think he had like 55, 59 points. I think it was like 05, 06, Yeah, 04, and or they were giving out those MVP chance to Kobe. Yeah. That, that would See, kill that,
0: my that, soul. that's blasphemy. If it's a Celtic coming in here, like if James Harden came to Staples and he was an MVP, I would feel some type of way with it, or about it, but at the same but he's time he was from L.A. Yeah. yeah. It's not, he's not a Celtic, but it's an excuse. Like, we never gave Paul Pierce MVP chance. No, he was a Celtic and he's Ever. from LA. Yeah, Ever. We, once he put on a Celtic ring, we Done. basically disowned him. Yeah, <laughs> which I love Paul Pierce as well. He was the truth. I liked him except for uh 2008 finals and 2010 finals. You mean when he faked it, faked that injury when he pooped himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we would have just saw some uh, Strict marks on the back of his shirt <laughs> uh, Just to kind
1: of verify yeah. it James, scored, James Harden scored one point In the third quarter That's when he lost the game Yeah, One point point. And, and that's the same argument I had about Kyle Kuzma that, that last game How do you score one point You're not just a <laughs> second leading scorer You are the leading scorer Of the Houston Rockets Correct like you just can't – you can't afford to ever have a one-point quarter.
0: MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you get to the free throw in 18 times a game. 18. Like <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I guess we'll move on to the Rockets. Like I said, 124-115 is a good win. I was very happy with that. Kevin and I were both wrong for the weekly predictions. Hopefully, we'll do better next week. A uh, couple things we want to get – or one more thing we want to get into before the weekly predictions is uh, – the D-Rose trade speculation, Kevin sent me something today on Twitter that said that the Lakers and the Sixers are two teams seriously engaged in uh, trying to get Derrick Rose, which I wouldn't be upset about because I've been telling you guys since day one, beginning of the season, that yo know, we need another playmaker, ball creator, or creator, somebody that can create a shot for somebody else, shot creator, or somebody that... Mm-hmm. Is a threat to score, can run the offense, everything like that. I just – I really don't know who would give up. I don't know what he's making. I think it's barely close to the minimum. So maybe Kuzma will work, but – I think he's making $8 million. Derrick Rose making $8 million. Yeah. Two years, 16. Mm. Yeah, right. so it would have – they would want Kuzma. They would want Kuzma. And yeah. then maybe somebody like a Rondo or a KCP. But why would KCP go back to Detroit?
1: No, he left Detroit to come here because they didn't want to pay him. That'd be a tough. That's a tough deal. I would really like Degros. Rose. He's been doing fantastic this year. I don't think
0: it would be so tough to make the money work because, cause Kuz, that's two million right there. You just need like another four or five million. Mm-hmm. But it would be tough in the sense to make it work, so it makes sense for us. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause we it still has to make sense for us and make us better to do it. So, it, it, that's where it, I would feel that it gets tricky. I'm
1: for the trade. I'm just not sure if he fits defensively. Because everyone that fits on this team, are two, everybody on this team are two-way players. You have Danny Green, two-way player. KCP, two-way player. But, LeBron, okay, James, but two-way if you players. play him with the bench, and you roll him out there with Alex
0: Cruz on KCP next one. Oh, he can get buckets. Do you, he would, he would get But now the question is, does KCP and Alex Caruso provide enough defense to
1: suffice and make up for Derrick Rose's lack of... I, I really like Alex Caruso's defense. I saw... Oh, my God. So he just, what? He doesn't, like... He makes... He plays... To me, I think... I actually think Alex Caruso's probably a better defender than KCP uh-huh. on ball. Maybe not right. team defense, but on ball. Because right. every time he's defending someone... They have to kick it out mm-hmm. because he stops them in the tracks. I'm like, oh, okay. So now then the question is, what are you giving up for? Obviously, Cruz has to go. Yeah, that's that's one. Well, and I don't want to give up KCP. I don't, I, Kay, like I told you a couple of weeks ago uh,
0: privately, that
1: uh, probably KCP either, has no trade. You'd probably end up giving up Quinn Cook. What probably. does he make? Hmm? What does he make? Three million.
0: You only got to match about 75%. So we're saying 5% of 8 I think that would be 6. So we have to make like another million to match it.
1: Wow.
0: So we would have to get to 6 million.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. I wouldn't want to give up. You know, I'll throw, crew,
1: in, so. I'll throw in Jared Dudley. <laughs> I mean, slide Deadly. that one up right there. <laughs> like, I mean
0: like I said you can make the money work if you look at it and but it doesn't make this, sense think,
1: think about this <laughs> you get rid of Kyle Kuzma, Jared Dudley and Quinn Cook three players right? Mm-hmm. that means you have two roster spots to play with plus the one that we already have so we'll have three yeah so you're you, you getting rid of three you're it one back And we already have roster spot as of now. If we don't do anything, so
0: so we'll have three roster spots. So we could theoretically sign in Darren Collison, Iggy, and and another buyout. You know, like I mean, it it gets interesting around this time of the NBA season. I can't wait till the trade line comes and goes and just see what happens across the league. Because then after the trade deadline. There's going to be buyout candidates and mm-hmm. people who get bought out. And yeah. that's the market we're looking at, even if we don't make a trade. So, I mean, yeah. it's going to be interesting. I would love to have D-Rose, but I don't know what I would want to do up for him. I mean, because, like I keep saying, is it has to make sense for us to do it, too. I, I mean,
1: I, I, love, I love Kyle Kuzma. I, I like the way— If it was D-Rose like for Kyle Kuzma straight up, I would do it. I, I love the fact that Kyle Kuzma is really <laughs> aggressive. But like I, like we were saying before, I feel like he needs to be on a team where he's allowed to flourish and make mistakes yeah. and figure out who he is offensively, and that could probably help out with his ball control. I mean, I think Detroit is trying to rebuild because I've heard rumors
0: that they're shopping Drummond, too.
1: Yeah. I and think I've that's heard true rumors that uh,
0: the Clippers are looking at Drummond. He makes way too much money, and they're not going to be able to re-sign him, but if they got him, now they finally have a body to guard AD. True. You're like, oh. And that's the one advantage we have of them, that they, they can't stop AD. Yeah. So if they got Drummond, they would present a real problem. If they got Whiteside, it's, they would present a real problem. There's no way they're getting Drummond. The money doesn't match. They'd have to yeah, give up a, a, a lot. A They'd lot. they have to give up Montrez Harrell and probably Lou Williams and a starter. And probably Pat Bev. How much is Andre Drummond making? I think 18, 19, 20, somewhere around. Oh, yeah. You'd have to cut your team. And he's about to get a max because he's a 15-15 guy. So you would trade all those players for nothing? I wouldn't do it,
1: but if they got that and they found a piece to stop AD. I'd love for them to do that. Go ahead and cut your team. (laughs) (laughs) So you're telling me you gave up all these players for Drummond? (laughs) Who's gone in (laughs) 20 games anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that.
0: All right, yeah, it's about to get real interesting. I trade daily on it's February 6th. I can't wait for it to come and go. Just see what happens. Uh, we'll move on to the predictions. Hopefully this is about an hour long. I think it's going to be a little bit more. But uh, we'll move into predictions for next week. We'll go with the three games they have coming up. We'll go four. Celtics, Knicks, Nets, and Sixers because they played the Sixers. Saturday at 5.30, so that'll be before we record. I'm going to go with the win against Celtics. I'm going to go with the win against the Knicks. I'm going to go with the win against the Clippers and the loss against the Sixers. So I got them 3-1. 3-1? 3-1. Do they beat the Celtics or not? Yes. Oh, this is got me on the spotlight right now. Mhm. That's the whole point. Prediction time, bro. You should mute. How I put
1: you on the spot when well, you know this is what we do at the end of the year? I know. You said the. You said the. It sounded like you said the Clippers, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. Celtics, Celtics. Like, whoa, wait, wait, wait! Celtics, Knicks, Nets, and Sixers. So I'm Boston, York,
0: Brooklyn, and Philly. I got three and one. I think they win the
1: next three and they lose to Philly. We're going two and two. Two and two. Two and two. I don't want. I don't want to do it, but AD is so important. You so just, where the last is at? Who do you think is losing? You? who do you think is winning. Look at that schedule one more time. All um, of them on the road. Oh great! Yeah, so we're definitely sure. we're going to beat the Knicks. Do they beat Celtics? We're going to beat the Celtics. Nets. Man. Weird. We're going to lose to Philly. Probably lose to the Clippers. No, no, bro. You're looking at the wrong thing, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am looking at the wrong one. Boston, New York, Brooklyn, and Philly. Boston. Boston's a win. New York's a win. We don't play the Nets. Brooklyn. But Nets, that's a win. And then Philly. And in Philly, that's a loss. So you got the same exact thing, three one. Okay, three one, and yeah, yeah. Because I said they
0: go three and, and they lose against Sixers as well. Yeah,
1: we're definitely losing against Philly. Okay, because AD. Yeah, we both on the right page
0: as yes. predictions the last couple weeks. Uh, we were wrong last week, though.
1: I didn't have them losing to Orlando, nor did you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think you. Even,
1: know, we played a really, we played a really tight game the first time we played Orlando. Yeah, it was close. I wonder if we would have lost the first time if they if they, they almost did lose Fultz. the first
0: time. Yeah, they didn't have Fultz. And we had AD. Yeah. So they picked up Fultz and we lost AD. And, but yeah, I'm not going to dwell on it no more. Uh, so there you have it, people. 3-1 for next week. Let's see what happens. Uh, as always, this is Adam. This is Kevin. Coming to you with the Purple and Go Hoops podcast. Make sure, please, please, please leave that like and subscribe button if you liked what we talked about if you like the content if not then don't do it it's up to you but we'll greatly appreciate it if you did and if you love us then go follow the purple and go hoops podcast on twitter i believe that handle is pgh podcast one yes on twitter um i'm still trying to learn how to work twitter Kevin needs to teach me, so most of it is him, if any of it is him. But, uh, yeah, help us out. Let's make this channel grow and expand, and let's hope for that 3-in-1 week. Everybody have a good night.